0: Long ago in ancient times, there was a scroll of magic rhymes. It prophesied the Mystic nights the true young heroes, brave and bright. Then the dark forces came, brought the people endless pain. Now the children have no fear, Come to know the Mystic nights are here. Coming to you live from the Hilton Garden Suites, it's Pop Culture Failure, featuring me, Sky. And me, Jake. Uh, we're going to a wedding this week. So we're doing it at a at a hotel. It's neat. Yeah. It's like, I mentioned this earlier, it's like we're at a Comic Con and we're some sort of podcast that does comics and pop culture like that. But yeah. I'm not drunk enough yet. That's right. It's still pretty early. It's only like 3? Uh, it's like 2.30. 2.30. And I've only spilled one beer so far. <laughs> that was before you started drinking. I know. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, you did suck it out of the carpet and off of the countertop, so we're well, all right. I'm a hero. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but we're watching Mystic Knights of Tier Nino. No matter what location we're at, that's what we're doing. We're watching Mystic Knights of Tier Nino. That's right. At least until we finish it, and then we'll watch the next thing wherever yeah. we go. Yeah. It'll follow in our hearts <laughs> wherever we are. Full minds, clear hearts, or however that goes. I don't know what that is. Is it's that a on a Friday flag night lights? Oh. Something might pro- well, be on a flag. I don't know. Um, so, uh, last time Garrett's a knight. He's got armor and, and Last magic. time, Garrett's yeah, a knight. Oh god, I'm joking on how funny that was. <coughs> just hold the uh, microphone. Yeah, there's no surfaces in here that are small enough
1: for I mean, you can use the, the th- that
0: shelf there. Yeah. But <laughs> you you'd have, have to, to sit get re- on the floor. Yeah. Um <laughs> uh, so we're kinda making do. And it's I'm doing just fine over here. My microphone is sagging and moving around a lot. So that'll be fun to edit around. We <laughs> should uh we should invest in microphones that we can hold. You can hold this. But... Don't do you complain because it makes a sound? Yeah. Yeah, so we need ones that we can hold. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like it'll make noises regardless. Not if you're holding it right. Or it's or, a right microphone. And maybe microphone stands that aren't uh, reliant on a clamp. you I just mean, oh. set like a... Like
1: we should a just clamp. get
0: the stand-up ones that uh, you sing into. That way we can stand the whole time. <laughs> or that. Anyhoozle, um carrot tonight. And now we're talking about... Uh, how they're going to proceed with the the plotline of Deirdre getting married to him. Um, I hope nothing comes along to complicate things. <laughs> like some sort of Game of Thrones yeah. stuff. This shit was Game of Thrones before Game of Thrones even. Game of Thrones. That's right. Although, actually, Game of Thrones was a book before this, so... Maybe someone read that and was like, hmm. We open up, and Deirdre and Garrett are at a table. And King Dad is walking around them basically try to tell her that they should probably just go ahead and get married and bone down and have kids and stuff. Yeah, he's trying to facilitate his daughter's, um... He's boning, pimping his daughter, down, you could say yeah. it. Um, he says, Deidre, have you noticed how beautiful Garrett is today? Have you noticed how old your uterus is? <laughs> probably fill it with children. Look at how fine his penis is. I picked it out when he was just a wee babe. <laughs> I assume it's grown at least a little. Look at his stupid ponytail. Tells me that he can fend for our children, or your children. Why don't you two go out for a walk or something? That is all there is to do at this point in history. you just <laughs> go for a walk. I mean, as royalty, you get to watch the serfs die. Also, what a what a privileged life. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they do that. Uh, meanwhile, King Dad is out in the court talking to the troops, and uh, the other three knights come walking in, and they're like, "We saw some Tamma troops. So we should do something about that." They con- in this episode they constantly refer to Tam like. Well, Sky, what's the, the word I'm looking for? When you, the adverb term, right? Is it an adverb or is it just... I mean, it's a noun, but the way they're using it, it's not an adverb. It's a... You better adjective? cut all of this out. <laughs> <laughs> Listening to you struggle is funny. Damn it. <laughs> um, You know, uh, I guess it is an adverb, like an, an American eagle... No, that's still a noun. I don't... Oh, it's been a long time. I think that's more of an adjective. What if I called my wife right now? She's very busy. Do it. See how magic Uh, anyway, you know how when you're from America, they say American. Mm-hmm. In this, constantly, they refer to, if you're from Tamra, you're a Tamra. And that bothers me. I feel like you should be Tamran. I think they do say both. Just I think maybe say, not in this episode. I think they... Yeah, in this episode, they say Tamra constantly. There's no... There's no, like script bible that they're referencing there's no consistency in any of this so whatever i wasn't paying attention to who wrote this one but maybe it's a different person but it's directed by tim conrad sure is you paused it there i well. did I know that that's right tim conway for next week i'm going to learn all of my english lessons from hey remember how you took grade. english for probably 16 total years <laughs> yeah, i don't know any of it i have a pretty good idea of when to use a comma <laughs> But sometimes I still doubt that. Yeah, 16. Or maybe just 14. Because so I think you need at least two years of college. I English. only took one year in college. Hmm. Of actual English. I hope you get a, the phone rings here soon and someone's like, um, we're getting some complaints. It sounds like you guys are podcasting in there. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we put very specifically in the rules uh, that you signed when you signed in. Um, no podcasting. Oh, balls. Left to do it in the parking lot. Sky <laughs> wouldn't let me do this by the pool, everyone. He was very afraid of how wet I would get everything. Yeah. Also, there'd just be so much noise. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't look like there's anyone down there. Yeah, but there's... it. What pool have you been to that wasn't just full of echoes? <laughs> yeah, that's true. In any event, the other three knights uh, convinced King Dad that uh, there's Tamra troops roaming about. They just said one squad, and then they didn't do anything about it? it was, uh, why didn't you take care of it then, guys? Because they gotta come back and complain. Because they're yes. bitches. But King Dad tells Rowan that the Garrett and Deirdre are out and about you know, getting to know each other. And Rowan uh, is apparently jealous. Yeah, he's all like, if you see my daughter, do not prevent her from getting pregnant. <laughs> so he goes running out to go interrupt their date? Yeah, like, I guess so. Their walkabout. I guess. Uh, it's, it's hard to say. They are just walking next to each other. They did think to bring their weapons, which is good. I'm, well Garrett doesn't seem to have his Which is weird I think he but hides it in that um, Drape? Yeah that drape he's wearing <laughs> He's got like a weird cape that he ties off at his shoulder So that, is he seemingly uh, Pulls his weapon from there later Yeah But Rowan finds them no problem Because it's a football field He, just <laughs> he probably saw them from the top of the castle um, Are you getting figured over there? <laughs> Juju is happy to see him garrett's annoyed and then a uh, an egg is in the tree i'm not sure how or yeah, why george noticed it i got a lot of questions about how that egg got in the tree which dragon laid it because it looks like pyre but Pyre's a boy as yes. i understand it they i've heard them say he so i am led to believe yes that it's a boy and i don't know dragon physiology well enough to know if they re- reproduce asexually I don't know. I don't think so. But, but they have unleashed magic. a lot of dragons, so I yeah. mean, the dragon population's probably skyrocketing now because just these dragon dragons, dragons. Just getting it on, yeah. horny both in that they have horns and that they're just looking to fuck. And they play the trumpet. <laughs> <laughs> yes, some of the horns are are dragons. Just, that sounds like kind of like a rad ska band name. Well, it's ska band of dragons. <laughs> yes. we are the ska band of dragons, and I would be into it. So, like, they they see an egg. It is not a beehive like I had hoped. It does look like a beehive. It does not look like an egg at all. But the three of them kind of wrestle to go grab it? This guy's got weird preconceived notions of what eggs have to look like. (laughs) Normally they're smooth so that they are, you know, excreted properly. You don't like that fuzzy egg from The Mandalorian? I don't remember it. It's the second episode, man. Yeah, and I don't remember it. You don't remember the egg? No, oh, Sky didn't watch The Mandalorian. He is lying. He's just trying to sound cool. <laughs> Indeed. If he watched it, he would know the egg. I know that they. I don't remember what it looks like. I know that they had it and then they cracked it open and ate it. It's a fuzzy egg, man. Sure. Jesus Christ. But um, I'm mad. Now. So the boys are trying to climb the tree to get the egg, but they're fighting over it, and Deirdre just stands by until the egg falls out of the tree. I guess the what they're trying to make us believe is that they were shaking it, but every shot they showed of the egg was completely stationary. Why didn't she just shoot it with her air gun? Yeah. Her air zooka and knock it out <laughs> of the tree and catch it. Or, why didn't one get on the other's shoulders and reach it? Or, why didn't they just leave it the fuck alone? Yeah, because if, if there's something that hatched or laid that big an egg, you probably ought not fuck with it. Yeah. It's going to ruin your whole day. <laughs> but, they get it down... And when you know it, Mav's there. Somehow she knows about the egg. And she, she always, she, like, took the time to position her troops dramatically and, like, have the big reveal of, that's my egg, and they all whip around. <laughs> yeah. And right, everyone will be real quiet when we sneak up there. That's right. And they put themselves between the knights and the weapons they set down to go grab this egg, and didn't bother taking the weapons. Remember when that was a huge plot point? You know, every <laughs> time before this? I would say 18 of the last 24 episodes, (laughs) that's a thing that they're trying to do. They are constantly separated from these fucking weapons. Why? I mean, isn't. I guess it is a lot more cumbersome than, like, being a Power Ranger and you just have a morpher that clips to your belt. Yeah. you gotta carry a fucking sword everywhere or a weird little gun. Yeah, but you just throw it on a strap and you strap it to your back. Yeah, that's what they should do, but they're dum dums. Well, that's what Rowan does do, but he still keeps leaving it behind. (laughs) I mean, Garrett's got it down. He has it hidden by his hip. <laughs> it's got cloth draped over it, so it can't be stolen so easy. I mean, I get it. Ivar's got a trident, so that's harder to, to manage, but... Yeah. You guys whatever. heard it here first. Sky thinks Garrett's the best one. <laughs> well, I mean, he Sky does... Sky loves Garrett. Some okay stuff in this one. The general, whose name I have forgotten. Torque. That's it. And Maver there. She's wearing her, uh... Bloody hell, what is the... Her slapping people around outfit. Yeah, that's not... What... Her horse has its fancy feather hat on. Uh, Joan of Arc is what I was like. She's got her Joan of Arc oh, fighting I, gear on. I would have not gotten to that. Yeah, I didn't have any helpful information to give you up until just now. Um, Deirdre picks up a stick. The other two pick up, like, staves that were hidden. Um, so, But Deirdre does manage to take a sword from a guard pretty quickly. The fight's pretty good, honestly. It's It's got some decent choreography. And you're just like clean house. It's pretty great. For every one minute of fighting in this episode, though, there's three minutes of them talking. <laughs> yeah. I don't I, I know this show was like built as a reaction to Power Rangers, and I do not remember Power Rangers being so talky and boring for so <laughs> like such long drawn out portions of it. It was just like Vulcan Skull do something silly, uh Rita sends a monster, they fight without their uniforms they fight with their uniforms they fight the zords and then it's over i don't yeah. remember all the fucking talking that this show has and the episode probably ends with Bulkan skull getting splattered in some sort of goop yeah and then everybody laughs and then it's a freeze frame that fucking show led me to believe there'd be a lot more pie throwing in high school than there was <laughs> i don't remember any pie throwing i don't get anyone's ever whipped a pie at my face i do remember if there's pie one kid wedding, punching another kid in high school and breaking his face i don't think i was there for that i think I missed that one yeah it was during lunch i don't think we had lunch together no. at that time they didn't allow it yeah it was. It would have been too much fun for sky too much giggles so um because don't eat your lunch you're always giggling <laughs> malnourished yeah uh so th- there's fighting and then deirdre uh tells angus like angus and ivar show up and there's a pretty neat scene where Ivar just smashes a guy in the face, and he does a neat flip. It looks pretty cool. <laughs> um, and then Angus grabs the egg, and he's like, I'm gonna smash this if you don't leave. Which is a good move. Yeah, because Maeve wants that egg, and if he smashes that egg, then she can't have it. They tell us why she wants that egg, right? Yeah. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, and, and then everybody just does that, instead of continuing to, to murder and use magic to get the knights dead. Um. But... They were successfully recovered this egg they just found. Imagine the omelet you could make out of that bitch. <laughs> That's too much egg. No such thing. <laughs> well, for one pan, sure there is. You yourself to death. <laughs> so, yeah, we cut to Castle Kells, and uh, Kahad is like, there's a lot of magic in the shells. That's what she wanted it for. Oh, okay. She wants to use it to make magic summoning for monsters or something. That ex- also explains what happens later. Right. And they're just standing around it. They're like, we don't know what to do with this. And there's a, it's, I mean, there's something moving in there. So it's clearly alive and we don't want to abort this dragon. I mean, that's the right term, right? It's yeah. This, they took a very strong stance on abortion <laughs> okay. real early in this show's run. And they're I sticking mean, to it. I mean, it's, it's not birthed yet, I guess. So we're, I feel like abortion's correct. But anyway, they decide that Angus would be best to hide it. Is that you say? It. Every time you make an omelet? <laughs> yeah. All eggs are abortions. Uh, This guy's reading his recipe for uh, a cake, and it's two cups flour, uh, abort three eggs into the (laughs) bowl. They're already aborted. That's too many eggs for a cake, I think. Maybe. I don't know. It's been a minute since I've had to make a cake. It's because we have have moms still. That's true. Um, But they decide Angus would be best at hiding because he's a thief. Which makes no fucking sense. Nope. Why would you not just send Ivar? He's the capable one. Yep, he's not constantly bumbling and fucking things up. Yep, or just take it to Nano. No, there's too many fucking goblins in there. You can't trust. Yeah, but you can ask uh, Tiny King to like curse it or something. Put it or in throw it into vaults, one of the many many chasms that are yeah, there. Yeah, that's true. And he does have that vault that they talk about, but we haven't seen. Yeah. it's full of gold. <laughs> Indeed. Um, but Angus decides to go to the Stone of Destiny. Which sounds like a pretty well known landmark, and just takes five steps away from it. The fuck is the Stone of Destiny doing? Did they? They didn't get any other powers or anything from that stone, did they? No, they've never even mentioned the stone before. Okay, there a lot happens in this episode that you're just left to like. Oh, so that's the thing has been All right. happening, yeah, the whole time. Like uh, Angus's upcoming friends that are just part of this in a second. It's a big, wide world that they've made, Jake. Yeah, they just haven't bothered to tell us any of it. So he makes a map so that they can find the dragon egg later. And he does the most fake writing on that map. Yeah. And then he he digs a hole with a knife. I hate fake writing in uh when people are acting and I hate um when they're holding a cup that's clearly empty and they drink out of it. <laughs> you can tell how you're someone... like prop work. No. You can tell uh how someone holds a cup if there's if there's a liquid in it or not. Yeah. And I hate it. I can always know. <laughs> It's my it's my one thing that I'm good at is I know if there's liquid in a cup or not on TV. What a weird power! Yeah, you can find a Chuck E. Cheese anywhere I'm at in the country, <laughs> and I find or or sense. I don't know, sense. I think I just I just I think what it is is I just have a sharp eye for where you should build a Chuck E. Cheese based on the the, the demographics so of so the current missed, location. You miss your opportunity as a city planner uh, as a as a Chuck E. Cheese planner. Well. Anywho, we cut to a, a, a village of some sort, and some guys we've never seen before are talking to a third guy we've never seen before. I thought these guys were just Tamro guys. Yes, because that makes the most sense. Yeah. But instead, it's two other completely different guys. These who are the guys from about the, the Thieves egg. Guild. I mean, logic says that maybe they had the egg previous and lost it, but they make no mention of that, and instead they just know about the egg and know that Angus had it and know that people saw him walk past with it. But they also don't know how big it is, because they keep describing it as, like, as big as a house. Yeah. We got a lot of wacky information. Nobody knows anything. Uh, But Angus is walking home after successfully burying an egg, and... uh, (laughs) Like, you'll do. Right. uh, The two of them pop out, and they're like, hey, where's... you wanna go eat some food? And Angus is just (laughs) skeptical at first, because he doesn't want to hang out with these former friends of his. Also, he eats in the castle now. Like, they probably have a chef. Probably. Um, And also, they're saying, you know, food instead of booze because they can't get him drunk on a TV show for children. Um, So they get him drunk on cupcakes. That's right. Best kind of drunk. Both of these dudes are very intense and creepy. Um, One of them looks a little bit like Alan Tudyk, and the other one looks a little bit like the the fat guy from uh, Crimes of Grindelwald. Dan Fogler. That's it. And we cut back to Castle Kells. King Dad is talking to Ivar, and he's like, "You need to convince Deirdre to fuck Garrett." He's like, "You had to, you had to bone down with people from other, other nations (laughs) for political reasons." Yeah, Ivar's just like, "Yeah, I did. I, you know, I'm a good mediator. Let's go. You know, I have a wife at home, right? (laughs) I, I have 14 kids. I really should go home (laughs) soon. Uh, Where's my chalice, by the way? You know, your other daughter is my wife. (laughs) I've impregnated half of your kingdom, sir." Uh, so, we cut back over to the village, and the three of them are snacking and eating. And one of them says, this that's the thing I like about you, Angus, you can always put away a meal. You like that he can eat? Yep. Cool. That doesn't make any sense to me, but sure. And then they start making fun of him, because he doesn't know what goes on in the castle, because they're tempting his ego and pride and stuff. And, and he's drunk on food. Every he's, episode we fucking learn from. said too many turnips. <laughs> We learned from Angus to not be prideful or it'll get the best of you. No, that's Garrett's job. He hasn't been zapped in the ass in so many episodes. <laughs> it's been like two. Um, but this guy will caress his ass, I guess. That, yeah. But the two of them do sneak out the map that they were clearly aware of. Um, I mean, they know him from before, seemingly, so perhaps they knew his map pocket, so they were just checking it. <laughs> we know you buried the egg. Everybody has knowledge they shouldn't have. <laughs> and then uh, Angus notices immediately after they disappear, I guess. And he goes to tell Rowan that he fucked up. And there's, they're probably making use of the map right now. You know where the egg is. Put your fucking armor on and go smash those heads in. This guy He didn't memorize where he put the egg because he wrote it down. Go to the fucking Stone of Destiny. He forgot that part. Yes. And the goddamn Hunchback is there. So it goes to tattle to Maeve. Stupid hunchback. I hate that little hunchback. Someone should just stomp on it. Little tattletale. Kick it into the ocean. Do you think there'll ever be an opportunity for us to kick a tiny thing into the ocean? Tiny living thing? I hope so. I mean you Do you remember Super Mario sixty four? I'm not gonna kick a dog into the ocean. I might. I might uh... shove a dog. Depending on whether or not they like the ocean or not. (laughs) What about Super Mario 64? There, there's a a stage in Super Mario 64 where, like, depending on where you... No, it was a different realm. You could jump in and you'd get like the big world or the little world. And there were little little teeny tiny Goombas. And it sounds familiar. You could punch them and then they'd fly into the... Or if you hit the right buttons, you could kick them into the ocean. Into the, so uh, the door you jumped into the different picture frames to go to the different worlds? Yes. It's been a long-ass time since. There was a stage where, depending on where you jumped in, height-wise on the, uh, on the painting, like the water level in the, and oh, the really? level would be different. Yeah. Oh man. Batman, yeah, the man, that stage was, was, was such a bitch. Turn, turn of the turn of the century, state of the art, that revolutionized three D movement in games. I w- I wasn't being sarcastic. Yeah, I know. Just saying, we were very excited. Yeah, and still am. That game's great. I believe you can get a hat that has wings on it that makes you fly. I can probably play that on my Switch, probably right? Probably. I know it's a DS game. That means dual screen. Oh. So we got back to Tamra, to the little guy tattletaled, and then uh, Maeve calls the Dark Patron, who has a bunch of other like titles that she adds in. Yeah, he's the Lord of Uh, Screen Sheets or something. Yeah. (laughs) Lord of Sheets. That's right. And he makes a magic hawk. Um, apparently the hawk's gonna go find the map, and then if Mav shoots it with magic from the runestone, stone, it'll turn into a monster. Okay, cool. Uh, apparently Maeve did not have faith that Torque could get there before the knights would, um, so that's why she needs a bird to go fly there. So we cut over to the- the goons who- Angus's buddies. And in this scene, their accents are worse than ever. Like, it's definitely <laughs> Canadians trying to be uh, Irish, and it's not working. And I hate it. Yeah, it might have been like the first day before they got the language coach. But the This bird... fucking show does not have a dialect coach. If if it does, that guy owes them a lot of money back, <laughs> because every dialect in this is all over the fucking place. He only spoke Portuguese. Yeah. He did his best. You leave him alone. Uh, but. Yeah, the bird grabs the map and then flies away, and we cut. This back. is why I don't trust birds. This is we <laughs> cut to Kels and Garrett and Deirdre are on opposite sides of a table, and King Dad and Ivar are there also. And they're Garrett's just like, "We need to get married," and Ivar's like, "We need to come to a compromise." King Dad's exasperated, and Deirdre's like, "I don't want to fuck him. I don't want to have fourteen children." Right, and what? And nothing makes you hornier than your dad sitting between you and the guy, yeah, who telling wants to you, fuck you to you. do like, it. Go for it. Go for it. And then the guy who's just crashing in your house also there, like, <laughs> hey, hey, uh, you, you get that? You know, what's customary in my country is just fucking to say hello. Why don't you yeah. please do that? People just let fingers fly in whatever country I've heard from. <laughs> Across the sea. Sure. Um, We cut back over to uh, the, the field where Angus buried the egg with uh, the stone of destiny in the background and there's a hole in the in the ground where it was the egg was dug up and everybody's there by everybody i mean mav and her crew and her six troops and again just like every other episode they're in a spot where the guys should have seen them yep look how close they are together (laughs) they're only like 20 feet apart they should have even let's pretend that mav had some sort of magic veil that hid them for a dramatic reveal all right i'll 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 go with that. Sounds good. So she uh, shoots the the, the hawk with her uh, Havoc staff, and the hawk turns into a rock, which is a big bird. I said that earlier, and Jake didn't know what that was, and (laughs) I realized that he didn't know what I meant when I said that. So I showed him a picture of a mythical rock picking up an elephant. Which is just a big bird. It's a big bird. There's literally no difference between a regular or a regular bird and a rock except for size and scale. And this guy's always just saying stuff, so it just that's a true. lot of times I just let things go. Yeah. It's probably I, I don't probably know better. time. But this time it was pertinent information. Yeah. <laughs> so the Mystic Knights now have to deal with a big ass bird that's gonna eat their faces off. So they throw rocks at it and shoot fire at it. Like you'll do. Right. As the their magic powers are. <laughs> and they're like, you yeah. know, That that their bird's got, like, huge claws for feet and a big-ass knife for a face, so what if we morph? They also call Aideen to go summon the other guys. She's their morph, or their communicator. It's really inconvenient. (laughs) I mean, luckily she's always, like, fluttering around Rowan's butt area. She's right there. She loves the smell of his farts. She loves the smell of that old-timey unwashed ass. (laughs) Vintage. (laughs) That's it. Uh, so the 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 two of them they, they put on their armor and then they run off screen to go throw more rocks at this bird. They do know better. Like, <laughs> think gets resolved. <laughs> there are so many episodes where a monster like attacks at two of them and they dump, duck, and dive out of the way for a few minutes, and then the rest of them show up and then it's better. Like, yep, it's, it happens every, every episode. episode. Yeah. It's cheaper to shoot that way? Question mark. I guess so. So we, we gotta jump... add stakes. <laughs> we jump back to Kell's, and they've worked out some sort of contract that's full of Celtic rules. It looks like Charlie Charlie Kelly writing from <laughs> <laughs> Boy, sunny. Yeah, it's not a language it's a, I can uh, it's identify. A worm it. hat? <laughs> oh, bird with teeth. This is a bird with teeth. <laughs> I see a twenty-three. I think maybe. But it's 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 nons it's nonsense. It's not even in like straight lines. It's makes <laughs> their culture is stupid. Well, I I I'm willing to believe that this is just made up bullshit. Oh, absolutely. Because it it doesn't look like anyone should be able to read that. But I guess it. And this, is it just gum stuck at the bottom? It looked. It might have been a royal seal. Oh. Um. But apparently, this is a contract that releases. Uh Deirdre, from marriage to Garrett until there's peace in Kells, which means this is the second sex contract this poor girl has been a part of, <laughs> yep, I didn't have a say in, yeah, so <laughs> um, so from now on, Deirdre's is going to be actively working or maybe uh subtly working against the mystic knights of Nog yeah. to keep them in which fight doesn't forever. sound hard, since she's the competent one, <laughs> yep, occasionally Ivar's on it,. also. Yeah. He gets less screen time and fewer lines. Um, a- Aideen pops in and says, there's a fight happening and you should be a part of it. So they all book. And uh, we cut back over to Castle Tamara. And uh, Queen Mev is there talking to Torque While well, she gently strokes the egg. Yeah. Um, If she's just doing it for the show, why did not she just crack that bitch open right away? Right. She can just summon dragons. Eat the delicious dead baby dragon that falls out of it. (laughs) It's probably hot already. Um, If it's not, there are so many open flames in that room. Yeah, that's true. So, Deirdre and Ivar show up at the fight. Uh, What's-his-name, Garrett, is going to Castle Maeve uh, by himself to go recover the egg. Because everybody knows the way and the exact (laughs) entrances and exits of that castle. The two of them morph, and then they join the fight with the big-ass bird. I thought that, due to my Pokemon knowledge, uh, electricity would be strong against flying types. But uh, that doesn't seem to be the case. They also tell Ivar and Deidre not to shoot at it because it just makes it mad. (laughs) But I think that's how they end up defeating it. Kinda. Meanwhile, Garrett sneaks into the Tamra Castle and Torque sees him and holds a sword at him. And then, (laughs) yeah, they just keep shooting the fucking bird. And it doesn't do it. It's just a big bird. And now it's more angry. So where did the other three go? I don't know. They were right there. Maybe there was a scene that was cut. Where they all go to the bathroom? <laughs> They're in a field already. Because they just run back in. The three of them shoot at it and it flies away. Yep. I don't understand. Nothing made sense. But we cut back to... Uh, the slightly more interesting storyline. Right. So Garrett and Tork are having a sword fight like you'll do. Garrett seems to be having fun. He puts a little fun at Tork. He whips the egg at him, too, so Torque has to catch it, so he has time to take his sword out. Yeah, but not his axes and morph. You know what's gonna be, you know, better defense than your cloth? is armor. That's magic. But sure, whatever. I mean, he seems to be doing alright. True. But also, why not be prepared? Because you're... Because no matter how many lessons you learn, you're still a little showy and prideful. I guess that's fair. But eventually, Gary gets the best of him and holds him at. Sword point against a wall, it's like just stab him in the neck, just one little jab, and then he can take care of the rest of the troops that just showed yeah, up and cut them all in the neck too. Yeah. But instead, he decides to be more sporting, and he pulls his axe out of seemingly nowhere and <laughs> yells his thing and morphs. His is the most magical girl because he's got so many leaves just flying around. Him yeah, he morphs. He has like full Pocahontas singing. <laughs> well, I mean, he did learn to paint with the colors of the wind. Who amongst us hasn't? I mean, most people. Oh, yeah. Uh, there's a fight, and it's pretty good. There's one C, one portion where he like takes a spear and smashes some guy in the ribs with it. Looks pretty good. And then he has twin timber axes, and then he gets the both of them, and then he shoots everybody with magic. Yeah. Everyone who... Uh, Once he's had his fun. Yeah, everyone who's, who's getting up from his last thrashing, <laughs> he knocks them back down. Like, Thankfully, I don't smash your heads in with these. Yeah. Uh, They told me I wasn't allowed to murder anymore. You guys got lucky. (laughs) He does. He grabs the egg and then he starts to run out and he has a little moment where he looks over his shoulder and giggles and runs out. And Mav shows up at that point and yells about her egg. I will say this. The gentleman who does the voice of, or who's Garrett, is not a good voice actor. Like, I don't think he was in that suit or they did some ADR. Oh. Because his, his like, emphasis didn't match what was happening. And I guess that's it. The knights. My like, guess is he's probably not in the room watching. Yeah. Um, that. Yeah. Like the video. Even they're just like, give us a, this line. Yeah, that's probably it entirely. But everybody rendezvous back at Castle Kells, and they've got an egg. And they're like, what do we do with this now? And Ivar says the dumbest phrase in the world: "Of you know yeah. about dragons, Sky." It's the dumbest phrase in the world until we learn something in a second here. It's quickly usurped. Yeah, you're right. So uh, Rowan's big idea is let's go to Pyre and he can take care of it. I'm sure that this single bachelor will want a baby to yeah. take care of. He's constantly trying to fuck. He doesn't need some <laughs> crap in his style. Although how many movies are, are about that? All of them. So. so they bring it there. Pyre breathes fire on it until it hatches into a baby dragon. Um, Not even a cute baby dragon. Well, CG was limited. Oh, I'm sorry, Sky. It's not a dragon. Are you sure? Yeah, because Rowan teaches us that it's not a dragon, it's a drageen. (laughs) You know how like a goose is, a baby goose is a gosling? Yeah. Baby (laughs) dragon is a drageen. Which uh, will come up uh, apparently in the next episode because (laughs) it is uh, called the drageen. Right. So, Angus collects the the shells, which apparently were not hot, and the the dragon, the baby dragon flies away. The drageen flies away. (laughs) And Rowan says something to the effect of, "Oh, it's going to the Rook." There's uh, other up, dragons, and we know about them, and that's exactly where yeah. it's going. What? Have fun, why? baby, dragon. Why? How did you know about all of that already? Why didn't you mention it at least once before? One uh, of you is. Dur- why were you all so bad at dragons before then? One of you is Durganta. You should go up there and hang out with those dragons. Oh boy dumb that's how it ends with the dragon flying away and they're like yeah it's probably fine with a drageen flying away <laughs> there's dragons there's draganta and there's drageen Yup. what's so hard about that <laughs> you knucklehead <sighs> okay so jake this guy's gonna take a swing at me <laughs> what's the most terrific part i'm gonna push you in the pool it, yes we're gonna go to that wedding wet <laughs>
1: Um, rash.
0: My favorite part was when we learned uh what a Drageen is. <laughs> yup. Oh. It was truly baffling when it happened, and then we got to relive it again as we put cast in. Yeah. I'm gonna say the most turtle rific part is how all of a sudden Angus has friends that are shitty and are also bad at doing stuff. <laughs> yeah. Well that's good because they're they're my uh, answer to the next question. <laughs> Oh, because who was the most likable and or effective characters? Was, well, they weren't very likable, but those goons, they stole the map and then, then a bird took it from them. I can relate. <laughs> you know how many maps I've lost to the birds? Now, did the birds take it or did you see a bird panic and drop it and run away? I think you know the answer. <laughs> it's the second one. <laughs> you are skittish. Um, I'm going to give it to Garrett because he did some cool fights. He was pretty good. But that's a less funny answer. Yeah. I'm gonna give it to the drageen. <laughs> God damn. I hate that a lot. That's eh. so tough. Well, good thing the next episode's called the Dragine. I do I do appreciate Rowan taking the time to mansplain that to Deirdre though. <laughs> I think he was mansplaining to uh Ivar, wasn't he? No. Because Deirdre oh. said, Oh, what a cute baby dragon. Oh. I mean, maybe she's the just... lady and she had to say something was cute. Maybe I'm just always thinking about Ivar. That could be. So handsome. Yeah, his beard is so trimmed. It's true. <laughs> so, it's to keep the mites out of it because they don't have baths. Yeah, they do have magic though. Once a day, he just shoots himself in the face with some <laughs> magic lightning. Yeah, he has. Uh, he has Kaha <laughs> just blow some weird powder into his mouth. When did I see you last? It was last Sunday. Okay. okay, uh not a lot. I had a <laughs> play that I was preparing for uh, auditions for, so I I had I, I did that. And then um, I've watched a lot of Simpsons in the last 48 hours because I've been left on my own devices. Sure. I think that's about it. I don't think anything super exciting has happened. I think my pop culture palette has not been cleansed properly. Mm. That's stupid. Yeah. My regular palate has. I've eaten a lot of stuff. <laughs> but yeah, not my brain. I watched half an episode of SVU, but it was a newer one. And I got really confused, so <laughs> I... Didn't finish it. How about you, Sky? Stop doing sex crimes. You're just making sandwiches now. No, there were sex crimes. I oh. just, I didn't know why Carisi was telling Olivia what to do, and I was mm-hmm. mad, so I quit. None of that made sense to me. Well, well, jacob you're living in a horrible I, hellscape where you don't know any of the characters from SVU. I saw the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh yeah, and it was delightful. I loved it. Well, that's good. It was really good. I am very glad that they decided to cha- update the character so that it didn't look like a monster. Yeah, but also they didn't pay those people enough and work them really hard. So yeah, that super your, sucks. Your your tiny bit of enjoyment came at a huge cost, guy. Yeah, was it worth it? Yes. Oh, okay. I mean, they did an, a, a very good job. Sonic looks great. Um. uh but the movie's really good. I really, really liked it. Also, I know I bitched to you, maybe not on air, but. Uh, I had to be trained, quote unquote. Uh, I, for my I think you job. bitched before we podcasted and during the podcast last week. It could be. But uh, my complaints to my manager actually did a thing. Uh, and you got fired? <laughs> well, uh, so I, I complained about knowing all the stuff and whatever and how I took the job to stop driving three hours a day. And she looked into it and she's like, well, we're going to go ahead and pay you mileage. I'm like, oh. Okay, that's cool. Uh, I had to input it into the thing. uh it came out to be $560. Nice. Which is pretty nice. And then she said, yeah, we're also going to be paying you time, but we can't do overtime. So instead, you can have Wednesday and Thursday off. Oh, cool. Are you sure? Yeah. And then you only have to be up at Mount Prospect one more day. It'll be Friday, and you just have to be there in the morning, do the clean with them, and then you can have the rest of the day off and get paid for the full day. All right, cool. So, everything came up roses this time. Do you have to go back to there and keep being trained? No. Oh, okay. It's pretty rad, as far as I know. I mean, that may have changed since Friday, but we'll see. Um, And also, it was my birthday on Thursday. It was a pretty good day. Well, you didn't have to go to work? Yeah. that's That's nice. Yeah. Day off, I wasn't expecting on my birthday. I did go to the DMV, because I needed to renew my license. But it actually wasn't that painful a process. Which I was very surprised at. You, I think. I think we just have where we grew up. We have the most cliche Real DMV. DMV. Yeah, well, it's because one there's one DMV for three town three big towns, and then all of the sm- the entire county. Yeah, basically. And uh, that's. I don't think that's enough. It's not, and they only have the like two windows open when there's like six people standing around in the back. But. Um... Yeah, it wasn't terrible. And then I went and got comics and got the birthday discount on top of my regular discount. It was just a good day. And then I had dinner with a friend later. Oh, so you you've been to comics this week? You don't want to go in between the wedding? and I mean, I'll a, go. We go to half price books instead. Yeah, it's a pretty good week. Um, normally February is a terrible month, but uh, this week, it's it, that it, extra day this w- good. this year. Yeah. <laughs> it dispelled the curse. That'll probably do it for this week. Um, thank you guys very much for listening. You can follow the show at Pop Culture Failure. Nope, that's the email address. I haven't fucked up that you bad in a while. Stupid son of Follow a the bitch. Show at failed pop culture with no E at the end. You can email the show at popculturefailure at gmail.com. You can follow me. I am at Sandwich Surplus. I'm at Midwest Love Affair. And yeah, we will see you guys next time with the Drageen. The Drageen I remember the name of it this time. <laughs> it's because it's so stupid. Yep. And also neither of us will remember it next week when we're gonna <laughs> play it. And I'm like, what episode are you on? And you'd be like, Ah, twenty seven. I don't know. Drageen. Uh, Stay frosty, everyone.